This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the role was a uh, mustache guy. <laughs> and so I go into the audition room and, and it's just a room full of people with not just like regular mustaches, <laughs> like full on like circus mustaches. Hey guys, I'm Chris. And I'm Wendy. From ToastedMarshmallowAdventures.com. And you're listening to Toasted Marshmallow Adventures Podcast. Idaho's premier podcast for comedy and entertainment. We know now more than ever, people are looking for ways to escape and laughter is the best medicine. On this show, we talk to comedians and entertainers from around the world. So if you're a fan of stand-up comedy or just looking to take a break from life, we got you. We keep things light and fun, laughing as much as possible with occasional deep, thought-provoking moments intertwined. So if you're in a safe space, grab a cold one, hit the subscribe button on your favorite audio platform or YouTube, and share some laughs with us. We, we are, are Toasted, Toasted Marshmallow Adventures. Chris. And I'm Wendy. And welcome to the Toasted, Toasted Marshmallow Adventures, Adventures Podcast. Woo! Tonight via Zoom, we have with us comedian Daniel Eaches. This is Daniel Eaches 2.0. Welcome back to yes, the show. Yay. What's up? And sorry, I, am, I do feel like I do feel like a 2.0. Oh, nice. You know what I mean? I've grown. Oh, you know? good. Yes. Oh, we, cool. We want to hear about your growth tonight. <laughs> um, and actually, one of our questions, this wasn't going to be the first one, but it's on the list. Um, what have, you, what what have you, you learned, learned about yeah. comedy since the last time we talked? Oh, should I answer that first or should Heck I yeah. wait? <laughs> uh, I don't Oh, man. This is the, that's a meaty question to start with. <laughs> What have I learned about comedy since we last talked? Um, uh, the uh, the uh, the audience, the trolls, the internet trolls—they're uh, alive and well. Uh, they're doing well. I've learned that. They're, yeah. uh, do you read all the comments, <laughs> or do you, have you stopped reading them? I uh, no, I read them, and it's funny. I like—I'm all for it. if someone wants to like roast me in a funny way. I'm all for it. Yeah. You got to be clever, you know. Somebody. What'd they say? I think they said, somebody said something like, this guy looks like 
if Steve-O had AIDS or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's clever. I liked it. It was like, okay. But then you get the people who are like, that's not funny. And you're just like, why are you here? Yeah. Yeah. I don't just walk up to strangers on the street and be like, I don't like that shirt. And then walk away. You know, it's like so stupid. (laughs) So how much of that do you think is they just want to get your attention? Just kind of want to interact with you? You know what's funny? I had a buddy tell me there was one girl who did that to me. I don't know why she did that. She's out of nowhere. It was it was something the comment was something like, Thanks for reminding me that stand up comedy isn't funny at all. <laughs> Which I'm like, this is a stu- I'm just like, so you just not have a sense of humor? Like yeah. what a- at least call me bad, but to be like stand up comedy sucks. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh I was telling that to a buddy, uh, another comedian friend, and he was like, oh, man, he goes, I bet you she thinks you're cute. That's just how girls are weird sometimes. And I was like, (laughs) what? I was like, that's not that's not true. And I told a girl about that later. And she was like, oh, I bet you that girl thinks you're cute. And she just wants to get your attention. Uh, And I was like, what? You're the second person. That is crazy. And then I went on my Instagram stories, and sure enough, she had looked at every single one of them. Wow. Uh, and you've been oh, together like, three oh, years now. <laughs> <laughs> Come out, honey. <laughs> so I, can ta- I can tell you the, uh, the, the key to uh, dating is that don't play hard to get. It's none of that. It's just post a clip that people don't like, and yeah. uh, you'll attract whoever you want. Yes, so. In a weird kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I heard uh, Bert Kreischer or something talk about like some guys that completely come down on him and it really affects him emotionally when he reads the bad reviews and things like later the guy will say, I just love you, man. I just wanted to say hi, you know, and it's like oh, so wow. you totally insulted me. <laughs> Well, that happened on our YouTube channel, remember? Oh, yeah. On our episode with um, Sam Tripoli. Somebody uh, hated my laugh really yeah, bad. said it was like almost unwatchable because of her laugh. <laughs> yeah. And she went on there, she's like, I'm that lady. Yeah, because uh, you said that lady has a terrible laugh or something. And I was like, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't get too down on my. Well, I don't get down on myself at all, like personally or like comedically. I just get sad and disappointed in society anytime that happens i'm like ah here we have such a great tool in the internet and we're using it to just bring out the worst in people you know and they have the time it seems like it takes a lot of time and energy (laughs) yeah really yeah no Uh, we don't even i mean when we go places and have a terrible experience or room or whatever we don't say anything (laughs) we just yeah, I mean, no. we just were like, okay, that sucked. We probably won't stay here again. Yeah, but we don't, I don't tell feel anybody like I need to leave a shitty review <laughs> no. or anything like that. You know, right? No. Next guy will find out on his own. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah. we were supposed but, to podcast. Yeah, part of the what? Part of the game, I guess. Yeah. Oh, it says part of the game, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So you would—that's what you would change—is the internet trolls that are out there talking <laughs> shit and aren't clever honestly it only i feel like it just emboldens me like i literally yeah. wrote a bit about them so i'm like mm-hmm. oh jokes on you guys <laughs> nice. like i'm making money off of you <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes 
So let's talk about, now that we've unpacked all that, uh, we were actually supposed to podcast like over a month ago in person. You and Eric Escobar were in Boise, Idaho. It's probably and- really good we did not even do that outside because Chris and I got something awful. I think I got first and it then wasn't you COVID, got it. So yeah, but it was, smart choice. It was, <laughs> mine lasted two weeks and that, yeah. I got it after he got it. Yeah. So it was awful. Yeah. yeah. And actually, uh, Eric was getting over. He wasn't sure if he had allergies or he was sick at the time, too. And I don't know if we had mentioned that to you guys uh, or you would cancel first. And I was like, oh, well, now it doesn't matter. But, uh, yeah, he was sick. And then he ended up getting me sick a few days oh, later. Oh, jeez. Jeez. I guess we could have done it. We yeah, were all just exactly. sick together. Yeah, everyone was just sick, yeah. Just... But you guys went to the zoo, right? Zoo Boise. Yeah. I don't know why that's become like a thing. I didn't, I never planned on it, but I think I, with comedy, sometimes you just find yourself in like weird cities where there's not much to do. Yes. And you go on lists of things to see in the town and it'll always be the zoo on there. Yeah, and I'm like, like, okay, right. well, I'll go check this out. And, and so I, I was telling Eric that on the way up and he's like, we should go to the Boise Zoo. And I was like, okay, if we have time. And yeah, we ended up going. So. <laughs> What was your take on the Boise Zoo? I'm honestly, I've I've become like a zoo snob. I've seen That's too what many. I figured. Of them, so yeah. it was it was fine. It was average. There was, was nothing luster like uniquely. No. Excuse me, different about it. I mean, it wasn't like I've been to some like bad zoos that I'm like, oh man, uh, you know, never going there again. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely was not one of those. Um, but it just, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, like when the, I, I like the real zoo review. <laughs> yeah. See, I'll, and I'll give you a different perspective. When I first moved here, I lived in the Bay Area in California, like San Francisco area. And the zoos there, like the Sacramento Zoo, the San Francisco Zoo, they were shit. They were just like these cement uh, <laughs> things everywhere. And I came to Boise and I was like, this is the nicest zoo I've ever been to. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Yeah, I was just in Detroit. I ended up going to the Detroit Zoo. And I beforehand, I told myself, I was like, I'm not going to another zoo. I'm so tired of zoos. <laughs> and sure enough, I ended up going. And uh, that zoo was weird because it had one of the it had some of the coolest enclosures I'd ever seen. I mean, their yeah. polar bear enclosure was enclosure was massive. I mean, mm-hmm. just oh, massive, which is really cool to see, and yeah. it's like what you want to see. But I, because of that, I I hardly saw any animals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were just out of sight, and you're like, well, I mean, good for the animals. It's more like a safari. Time, yeah, there's so many big animals I did not see at all because they were just hidden. Jeez. Have you ever been to the Arizona Sonora Desert Museum? I can't remember what city in Arizona. No, no. Oh, if you ever get a chance, it's amazing. But it has it's a walking zoo and you well, I guess they all are, but this one <laughs> feels more like you're out in nature because the enclosures are massive. So mm. it almost feels like you're on a safari but by foot. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's really cool though. Yeah, one of my favorites the the because the San Diego Zoo has like two. They have a safari park also. Yeah, and I actually like the safari park a lot better. It's just like 
it's super well designed and, and just like the enclosures are, are really well done and they're yeah they're just massive yeah. so yeah it might not be as many animals as the san diego zoo but it's still a lot and it's like i'm a fan yeah <laughs> yeah i've never been there oh really you gotta i've go. been to the san diego zoo when i was a kid but oh, i've yeah. not been to this oh, safari other... park no i haven't i have to go someday <laughs> Got to so, do it. Tell me all about it. Yeah, <laughs> I will. Do you have reviews on your podcast? I did a zoo episode okay. actually, um, and I forget what I mentioned as as my the two zoos I chose. But I know there was one in Kansas <laughs> near Wichita called the Tanganyika, which I'm probably butchering mm-hmm. that completely. But um, Tanganyika Wildlife Park. And I knew it was going to be good because it was like everything in Wichita was insanely cheap. It was like you could go to like they had this one museum. It was like world class. It had stuff all over the world. And I think it was like seven dollars to get in. (laughs) And and this zoo was 20 bucks. And so I was like, wow, this is like really expensive for Wichita. (laughs) And, And then I found out why it was like it was just there weren't that many animals um and but the enclosures were huge and uh it was like all about like conservation and stuff and they just had a lot of different experiences for free like um like the lemurs you could like hold and feed a lemur um but it wasn't like that sometimes you go to those and it's like a shady like alleyway yeah you know where they're just like all right kid and they put a lemur on your lap and this was like a whole lemur island and they're like, yeah, we hold out the food and we can't guarantee the lemur's going to come, but they usually do. And sure enough, they walk over and they sit on your lap and they take the food and then they leave. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I got to feed, uh, I think you get like three animals that you can feed for free. One of them was nice. a pygmy hippo, which what? I didn't know existed. No, I didn't yeah. either. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Is that a regular size? How small size? is a pygmy? Uh, it was, it looked like a baby regular hippo but they're like yeah this is full grown um wow felt like an idiot though i was the only one who was trying to like i was by myself and i was trying to get a selfie video while i was feeding it and so i told you know you can't you can't just like put your hand in the hippo's mouth so you got to kind of like toss it in and uh i missed so bad it was like a wide open shot and i totally they're like yeah we're not gonna you only get three shots, so oh, geez. Uh, I got one of them. One out of three in. Nice. <laughs> A baby hippo. Oh, my God. So you came here with Eric Escobar. How many shows did you do while you were that in the That was a crazy road trip, right? Yeah, it was a lot of driving. I don't <laughs> – Eric's like – he likes taking those long drives. I, I do not. Um mm-hmm. He uh, set up a couple shows. I set up a couple shows. Um, we had one show canceled uh, like a couple weeks before, but um, we ended up doing a show at the lounge at the end, uh, end of the universe, a show in actually only two shows in Boise. We did that and we did, um, oh man, I'm Matt blanking Sweet. on the name. There was a, a brewery. Oh, uh, Loose Screw. Loose Screw, yeah. yeah. Mm. And that was really fun. Um and then yeah we did some other shows like on the way and our our show on the way back is the one that got canceled and eric was like let's just drive all the way back so we, we went from boise to la straight oh, wow 16 hours oh yeah. my god you guys switch off uh we did but like eric was sick at that point and so he was like trying to sleep and so 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. oh, so I just uh, made uh, in silence, but Dang. it was good. Wow. Dang. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever drive. driven that far in one yeah. city. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think the farthest I'd ever gone was like nine hours. So oh my, 16 you were just was, on. it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And were you, I saw a video, were you also staying at the Rustic Pig Airbnb? No, Rustic Pig. Is that where he's staying? Well, maybe that was, was he here like a week before you as well? He was. Okay, yeah, maybe yeah. that's when he stayed at the Rustic Pig. It was a totally pig-themed oh, Airbnb. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't get to stay there, huh? No, no, we, uh, yeah, it's funny. He, yeah, he was there like, I don't even know if it was a full week. It was like five or six days before. Yeah. And then he drove back and then he had to drive there again. Holy crap. Which, uh, <laughs> Jeez. That's insane. Yeah. Um, no, not, not to, uh, no crazy uh, hotel stories or anything like that. Honestly, it was actually just like a fun trip. We didn't really have much, um, uh, much of anything too weird happened except um at one point he got a um it was like a lot of auditions nowadays are like uh virtual and he got a virtual audition on on our long driving day mm-hmm. and so we had to like pull over in the middle of nowhere and hope that the internet worked oh, wow. um, and then he like real quick did an audition in the passenger seat of a car Whoa. <laughs> while i was sitting there listening and i could hear the casting people be like are you in a car? are you good right now and he's like yeah yeah it's fine it's, oh, i have to do it here oh, okay that's a professional i know did he get the gig <laughs> I, as far as I, uh, I don't think he did, uh, oh, as far as I know, but <laughs> that's what you got to do sometimes. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, definitely. Opportunity knocks. Yeah. Yeah. I had one the other day that I was like, oh, cool. Good. I'm like in a hotel. So I'm like, like, I'm good to do the audition here. But then I always forget that I like, I don't bring tripods with me. So then I ended up wow. like having to make this makeshift, <laughs> you know, four chairs stacked on each other yeah. with <laughs> luggage holding it up and then it's so ridiculous so what what would an audition go like you're repeating lines or and there's people in the room watching and yeah i mean uh if it's a first audition sometimes it's just like one person um oh god i had one audition uh, yeah when i was in detroit and uh i guess like i don't know what i'm like supposed to say i guess i can't say what it was for but um basically I had done a commercial series recently that like I, I booked and it, it, I did it and it aired and all that stuff. And the directors, I really liked them. They really liked me. So, um, yeah, like, uh, recently I get this audition and my agent's like, Hey, it's, you're straight to the final audition, which usually means oh, you, wow. they, somebody knows you Yeah. and they didn't tell me. And so, um, basically I get on this, the zoom feed starts and I'm like, ah, that's why it's those directors that I know. Hmm. And, uh, so I felt good about that. But what I didn't feel good about was that, uh, no one gave me a script. Oh my God. And then they, they, I asked, I was like, is there a script? And they're like, Oh, we'll attach it as a PDF. And I look at it and I'm like, okay, that's my line. Got it. All right. And then we go into like the audition room and they bring in, basically an extra character that wasn't in the script. And I'm like, hmm, okay, that's weird. I'm not sure what this person's doing. 
And they're like, Daniel, do you, do you think you could just like get into it? You think you're ready? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's do it. And they're like, all right, action. And I'm supposed, my character's supposed to have the first line, but this third character, who I didn't know, just starts oh. going off on like a monologue. And I'm sitting there like, I don't know what's going oh, on no. right now. Jeez. And so I was just waiting. All these people, it's the last audition. So there's like 20 video screens, like all these like directors, no. and like clients, everyone's there watching. And I'm just sitting there like, I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> and there's another girl who's like uh my scene partner in there and she you know i could see her in the screen like looking at me and i'm just i just guessed the whole thing and what was so weird is that when they cut the scene the uh directors gave the two of them notes and they didn't tell me anything (gasps) and i i don't know if that was supposed to make me feel better but i felt so much worse if i did everything wrong wow yeah it was one of the weirdest auditions I've ever done because we did that three times and each time it was like they'd be like okay uh, they'd change things for the other characters and then they'd be like okay go ahead and I'd be like I don't even know what we're talking about in this wow scene. that is terrifying because hmm. the last one they were like okay Daniel on this one you can uh, ad lib a little oh. bit and I'm like okay <laughs> well, I didn't know what we were talking about so I was oh like uh, I'll try oh my god I didn't gosh. get it I didn't get the part <laughs> That is weird. <laughs> wow, I wonder what they were looking for. Yeah, yeah. insane. I'll, I'll know. I'm sure You'll I'll see the commercial. Like, yeah, oh, that's what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, do you learn to just let that fly? You just go, all right, next. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. In terms of like gigs, yeah, I. That was it. Was really hard getting into because I do a lot of commercial acting, and it was really hard getting into it because it's such a different world than stand up in the sense that, like, you stand up, you get instant feedback. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like if a joke works, you know. If a joke doesn't work, you know. And so you go home and you fix it or whatever. With those like commercial acting, every single time you finish the scene, and then the director casting person just goes okay thank you and then that's it wow. and i look back on all the stuff i've gotten and all the stuff i haven't gotten and every single time that's the reaction i have no idea like what i'm doing well or what i'm not doing wow. well it's weird Jeez. there was one i'm not sure i don't think i told this on the last one but stop me if i did there was a commercial uh audition i did for um it was a marvel uh game Mm-hmm. And um, I played a newspaper, like a newspaper guy in the in the scene. And I was uh, basically, uh, I know anytime they don't give you a script that generally you don't have any lines for the commercial. Right. So uh, I go into the uh, audition room. This one's in real life. I go into the audition room and they're like, okay, let me explain what you're doing. Basically, you're sitting in a car and we say action, and you're gonna be driving and you throw a newspaper out the window to the house. Right. And I was like, okay, easy enough. So he's like, obviously we don't have a car in here, so you're just gonna sit in this chair and uh, you're gonna throw it uh, that way to your left. And I'm like, okay, it was action. And I'm just sitting there driving and then I just, <laughs> toss a newspaper, a fake, and not even. I have nothing in my hand. I just pretend to toss it. Oh, and he goes, "Cut." He goes, "Okay, great, thank you." And I that just is... left, being like, "I don't know." Wow. What huh. I did, and, you and then I get a, I got a call back. Wow. It was like you were great. 
come back. And I was like, okay, cool. So I go to a second audition where I'm like, clearly they're going to tell me more things this time. (laughs) So I go into this audition room. They're like, Hey Daniel, you remember what you did last time? And I was like, how could I forget? Yes, (laughs) I do. Uh, And they're like, okay, let's start with that. So they say action, throw the newspaper out the window and they're like, great cut. Um, And then he turns to the director. He's like, do you have any notes? And he was like, um, no, that was good. Let's uh, let's try that one more time. And I'm like, okay. And they say action. I do it again. They say cut. And then I, they're like, okay, you can go. And I'm like, thank you. And then I leave. And then my agent calls me and he's like, hey, you're on a veil, which means like they chose you and probably one other person. Um, they're like, you're on a veil. They loved you. And I'm like, wow. great. I don't know. This is perfect. And then two days later, I get a call from my agent. They're like, hey, they chose the other guy. So, ah, damn it. so apparently I'm the second best at um, miming, uh, throwing ah. a newspaper. But I could have been a little better, and I don't know how. Whatever this guy did, he did it better than an actual paper boy. <laughs> does that, <laughs> yeah. does Maybe that I just... should have done one overhand or something. Yeah. Oh, I don't there know. you go. That has to just come down to the look they're going for, right? At some point. Yeah, that's what's so ridiculous. There's so many times where I'm like, they could have just looked at a picture and been like, you, right. come on in. Yeah. You got the part. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So um, how much time does something like that take out of your life? You know, you have to drive there in L.A. That sucks. Yeah, right? you got to sit in traffic. Yeah. You drive there. You sometimes wait in a waiting room for 45 minutes and then you leave. Wow. Um, nowadays, it's, it's better with virtual auditions because you're like, cool, I could. You know, just said, I don't have to, I could do it on the road. I could do it in a room. I don't have yeah, to drive. Yeah. So it's actually it takes a lot less time. And that's actually been a really great thing to come out of the whole COVID era. Yeah. Um, and it seems like that's staying. They finally realized like, Hey, we don't have to rent these audition spaces anymore. Yeah. Um, but I, it's still, you end up getting, yeah, just weird just no some of these auditions and there's su- there's such an extreme you know there's been auditions where they're like we need you to memorize a whole monologue now and you're just like uh okay and, or, or you here's 15 different steps you have to do go and you're just like racking your brain about how you're gonna do this and then you get ones like that and uh you get ones like i remember there was like a it's like a national geographic commercial or something like that where um I, I, again, I had no lines. Uh, the casting person, when I got in the room, was like, all right, so um, here's a piece of paper. You're going to pretend this is a newspaper. When I say action, you're, you're just going to read it. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay, that's it. And they're like, yep, you just read it. I was like, okay. And so I'm sitting there, and uh, he says action. And I'm reading it for a solid, like, it's probably 15 seconds. I mean, it feels like forever. I, I'm sitting there and it was so long that I do this move. I turn my head and I go to the page next to it. And then he goes, cut, cut, cut. Can you just look at the one side of the paper, please? Weird. I was like, all right, I guess somehow yeah. that ruins You were too fast everything. of a reader. <laughs> yeah. But uh, wow. yeah, it's a weird world. Yes. So does that mean you have an agent or how do you find these or how do they look? Yeah. Yeah. I have an agent who like submits me to different stuff. And, um, uh, I was with one agent for a long time. It was really, really good. Um, ended up moving on though and and getting a different agent recently. It was, it was uh, amazing as well. Um, 
found my first agent, which I had a lot of success with. He, he would throw me into these roles that were just like, somehow he knew he had a great instinct for like, Daniel's going to get this part, even though on paper it didn't make any sense. The first uh, is the, the first one that comes to mind is um, there was a role I auditioned for, um, for an Oscar Meyer commercial. And the role was a mustache guy. <laughs> and so I go into the audition room and, and it's just a room full of people with not just like regular mustaches, <laughs> like full on like circus mustaches, yeah. you know, the, the twirly ones and just like <laughs> ones that like you would imagine. This was like the Comic Con of mustaches in this room, you know, and I look ridiculous. I'm like completely clean shaven, which is how I go into all auditions because that's how all my headshots are. And, uh, the, immediately everyone's looking at me weird and sure i go into the audition room and the casting person's like um you don't have a mustache and i was like uh yeah i don't know my agent submitted me <laughs> and they're like okay uh can you grow a mustache and i was like uh in how long and he's like never mind just let's just do the line and i do the line sure enough i end up i end up getting the role <laughs> And I remember showing up to the shoot and just being like, yeah, so what am I playing? Because what, what happened? Do I wear a fake mustache? What happened to mustache guy? And they're like, oh, yeah, we just changed the part. We oh, decided geez. we'd go with you and we, you're going to be nerd guy now. Oh, nerd. Uh, which is a little offensive because I'm like, you just made that up based off me. So <laughs> you didn't have to call him nerd guy. You could have yeah, just called him guy. Yeah, uh, smart. I don't Hey yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. That's crazy. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we hear about stuff like that. But yeah, that's yeah, it is it is always strange going in the room where everyone looks the same. Yeah. And it's but that was one thing like, you know, before all the virtual auditions, you would go, there'd be this just like massive um just audition there'd be like ten different auditions going on at once. And everyone would be sitting in sections based off the commercial they were doing. And it was always so funny anytime you'd walk into one and they were doing a Santa Claus oh, God. audition. Because you just see you just see like 30 people who look like Santa Claus sitting <laughs> next to each other. Jeez. It's always so weird. I remember when there was an Elvis impersonator. Oh, God. You see all these Elvises. Oh, my God. It's funny. But it was weird going into them and... Go, going into the auditions where you're like, wow, all these people think these people look like me. Uh, and it's never oh, flattering. Yeah, you know? yeah that's <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would really make you know things about yeah, yourself. Really? You're... Like, oh, I'm like that <laughs> that's guy. That's me, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. I'm nerd guy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but it's served you well, right? Yeah. Weirdly, I don't know what I'm doing. I never get any all of the feedback's always oh great thanks so <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing well and uh, i'm just gonna keep doing whatever i'm doing because yeah, yeah it's working it's working yeah you're making a living <laughs> so is the agent for comedy as well uh no i had a different oh, different agents for different you, things but um okay yeah interesting 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Before we go any further, let's talk about Where's Daniel? Yes. I just uh, watched your special today on... On YouTube, oh, it was awesome. Uh, when did you film that, and where at? Yeah, I um, so I recorded uh, this. Let's see, April. Um, maybe it was March. No, it was the end of March. I don't know. Anyway, it was this year, um, a few months back in Tucson, Arizona, at Laughs Comedy Club. Um, yeah, it was sort of like. I mean, obviously, this, so this is my second uh record as a stand-up album but obviously they filmed it also for mostly for clips and then they put the full video out on youtube which is probably what you saw but yeah. most of it is for like the album side of it the audio that um is for you know like sirius xm and itunes and amazon and all that kind of stuff but um i feel like you know it was obviously the first album i did uh carry the pillows like meant a lot just because it was the first album and it you know i'd spent so many years just coming up with all that stuff but the second album i feel like meant just as much to me if not more because i started working on it pretty much at the beginning of 2020 so it was like all the pandemic Mm -hmm. and it was the probably the hardest time you could ever try to come up with a new 45 because uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah it was, it was a set, like in my head it's the pandemic album you know it's the album that i like came up with i did all these virtual shows getting ready i wrote like crazy it was like it was hard just because it's hard to start over and come up with all new material but on top of that i had this added element of i can't just get up three times oh, in a yeah. night at shows in la because all the shows have stopped so mm. um it just made it extra challenging and, and extra gratifying when it was, when it came out, uh, that I was like, Oh man, you know, so many, so many of my friends just like quit comedy cold Turkey or they stopped for like a year or two. And, and I worked extra hard and it paid off. Like I have an album to, to show for it. So yeah. Yeah. Now it's like, you have three out, right? Three albums, three specials. Two. Two of them, okay. yeah. Okay. Oh, what, uh, uh, there was, I have uh, a the dry, dry bar, bar right? special. Uh, Don't yeah. Be Skinny, I believe. What's that? Is it Don't Be Skinny? Is that the name? 
Uh, right, right. That, it's right. funny because they, the official name of it on their like dry bar app is what I named it, which was a mild and skinny guy, mm-hmm. um, which I always thought was a funny takeoff. Steve Martin's a wild and crazy yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I want, I knew I wanted to call it that and that's what it's like officially called. But then uh, they came, they like put it out on YouTube and they like changed the name on me without asking. Uh, um, wow. Which was uh, not not my favorite move yeah. in the whole world. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm legally as allowed to say more than that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Drybar uh, will come yeah. after you. <laughs> yeah, but I, I always, in my head, I always combine it with my, my first album, Carry the Pillows, because I recorded that album in like, I don't know. It was, like, it, it was basically like three months apart. Mm. So I had just gotten done coming out with that album, and then like, they were like, Hey, do you want to record this dry bar thing in three months? And I was like, yeah, I already know exactly what I'm doing. Cause I just did it. Right. <laughs> and because the album was all audio, it was like, great. Now I can do the video version on dry bar. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. So yeah, there's technically three, but two of them are the same. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. So I was, yeah, I was watching it. I really liked the special today. Um, I have to mention, one of my favorite jokes in it was the uh, one about antique stores. I don't want to give away oh. any of it, but uh, yeah, I thought that one was pretty funny. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely one of my favorites to, to tell. Um, it's, it's funny because I, you know, I spent like three years just, you know, it was all that album. It was just trying to get all those jokes to work and figuring mm-hmm. out the order and, and all that stuff. And then when it was done, um, I, it kind of reopened the door to like, oh yeah, I can do my old stuff again. I kind of forgot oh, that yeah. I could go do that, and I needed to because I I got booked for my first headlining like cruise gig where they yes. needed essentially an hour and a half of material. I needed to oh, do wow. three different thirty minute shows. Oh my gosh! And um, I knew that obviously I had to do my old, uh, you know, the, the both albums were forty five minutes, so I knew I had an hour and a half, but. I had to basically like almost relearn the first album. I had to literally listen to it over again and oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and relearn all the bits because yeah. I was like, oh, I, I I haven't said any of these in like three years. Um, yeah, so that, so that was like an interesting process. But is that a requirement on cruises? You have to do different sets for the for this particular cruise line. Yeah, uh, wow. I, they're all different, but um, this one it was it's five shows. Two of them are repeats. And three of them have to be completely different because it's the same audiences pretty much every night. Yeah. And, which is a totally weird in comedy, you know, where you're just like, yeah. they just saw you last night and then you're coming in. And on certain nights, there would be two shows in a oh night. So you do one set and then they'd come back, they'd go have dinner and come back and then watch you do another set. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, which honestly, I thought the, the three unique shows would be the toughest ones, but the repeats which I kind of, you know, was like, oh, these are the easy ones. I already did these. I already know how they're going to go. Um, but those ended up being the most challenging because you'd still have two things would happen. One, it was always very disheartening when you would start the show and be like, hey, guys, uh, just so you know, this is a repeat because most people don't check the schedule. Right. They're just like having fun on the cruise, drinking, whatever. Yeah. They show up to the show, you say it's a repeat, and then 
60 percent of the crowd just gets up and leaves (laughs) which just hurts you know even though you know it's not personal and most of them are just like okay we'll see you tomorrow you know like but you're just like ah this hurts so bad to see you guys walk off right yeah but the other weird thing is that there was a lot of people who were just like ah we don't care we'll watch anyway but then the jokes just didn't hit as hard even if they were like oh we enjoyed that they Mm -hmm. just they don't hit as hard because you're like we just saw this yesterday yeah uh, exactly and there's no surprise and um yeah those those repeat shows were really really oh, tough yeah. and i ended up you know i did a lot of like crowd work in my set so i ended up having like leftover jokes that i didn't get to do and i would end up uh, packing in my repeat shows with like Excellent. jokes they hadn't heard yet just nice. because i couldn't stand doing full repeats right. and it was too <laughs> difficult <laughs> So do you hang out with the regular folk during the cruise or how does that work? Are they walking up to you? And and what's your overall yeah. feeling on the comedy cruise uh, gig? Yeah, it was, I had a lot of fun. It was definitely super different, um, you know, different than doing clubs, different than anything else. Um, they, you are like a, a celebrity. Yeah. Basically, anywhere you go, having dinner, walking around, they're just like, hey, it's a comedian. Like, yeah. hey, or they're quoting jokes to you, or like, hey, <laughs> we're going to see you tomorrow. Like, it almost feels like, I don't know, it almost feels like a billionaire paid you to like stay at his house for a week and tell him jokes every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's just this feeling of like, they're seeing you every day and it just becomes extra personal, um, which is, is cool, but it's just very different than how shows mostly are. Um, and then there's just some moments where you're like, you know, I would get off on ports, we would, we, you know, into like Cozumel, Mexico. And um, I went and saw the, the Mayan pyramids, the oh, Chichen Itza, cool. uh, which was really cool. But like, look, when I'm doing that stuff, like, I just want to be a dude. I just yeah. want to be a regular person. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. it's like one of those seven wonders of the world. I just want to like <laughs> enjoy it and take pictures. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people were still like, Hey, comedian guys on tour oh, with us. Yeah. And I'm just like, Oh, not right now. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just a guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, you don't want to piss them off. You're yeah. like, Oh, but these guys, this is my audience. They're coming right. to the show tonight, you know? Oh, uh, so you just kind of play nice and, and, you know, play along, but, um, that was weird to get used to, uh, just, you know, needing, even, even in the leisure moments, uh, having to feel like You're you on. had to stay yeah. on, yeah. Uh, tell us a joke, funny man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, what do you think about these pyramids? And like, I don't know. They're really cool. I got nothing bad. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> now I, I would assume on a cruise ship, you would have, um, older gentlemen trying to tell you jokes. Is that <laughs> correct? Um, I this one this was so this was a carnival gig, and I oh, feel okay. like stereotypically, <laughs> carnival gets like the younger crowds oh, yeah. that I feel like just, they're just there to have a good time and get drunk, basically. Um, mm. but there there were like yeah, there were older some older people there, and um, but it wasn't as much. It was more drunk people wanting to tell me a joke. Okay, um, okay so I want to know what's the worst joke you heard on that cruise ship, <laughs> if you can remember it. Or recently. I don't, honestly, nobody told me anything that, but it would be like just stuff that, it would be like street jokes, you know? They'd be like, hey, I got one for you. 
So use this one. What did the plumber say to the rabbi? Like something like that. Isn't that how stand-up? You just you saw five different sets for me. How did you still think this is what Joe was like? Um, but I do know one of them that happened to me not on the cruise that I'll never forget because just because I'll never forget it. But um, I was in New Mexico. And this was like five, six, seven years ago. And um, I, I finished the set and I'm selling uh, merch after the show. And this lady like basically runs up to me and beats everyone there before they can get there. And I thought she's there to get merch. And she's like, Hey, I got a joke. I got to tell you. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. And as she's telling me that like people are coming up trying to buy merch and I, I'm trying to make the sale. Yes. So I'm like, do you mind? I was like, okay, do you mind? Can I, can I, uh, let me, let me, you know, deal with the merch line. And then, uh, I'll talk to you after. And she's like, okay. And I thought in my head, like, eh, she'll, she'll leave, you know, yeah. I'm going to take my time with these merch people and, and yeah. talk to them. And, uh, and she stuck around probably like 20 minutes. So, nice. so I was done with that. So I was like, this, this better be good. You know? So everyone's gone. It's just her and I, and she's like, all right. So this joke, I just, man, this just happened to me. And I, I was like, I have to tell you, I was like, okay, yeah. What is it? She's like, so before the show started, I was in the restroom and I'm already, uh, I was like, okay. Uh, she's like, I was in the restroom and I put those, you know, the, um, the seat cover thingies on the toilet that, you know, the toilet paper type thing that you put on the toilet seat. I'm like, yeah. She goes, you, I put it on there. And, uh, and then it fell in the toilet and I was like, uh-huh. She's like, yeah, yeah. You got to use that. In your ass. <laughs> I was like, that's it. What? She's like, yeah, you got to say that. Oh my I mean, gosh. <laughs> How did you get out of that one? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'll see what I can do. The worst, I don't know what's worse. The joke, like the, you know, quote unquote joke itself or the fact that it's always the people who are like, you were great. And then they tell you the oh, worst yeah. joke ever. And you're like, <laughs> what does that mean about me? Yeah. Because <laughs> you said you liked my stuff. <laughs> exactly. Also. So, yeah. and you so like, now uh, I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny. It's funny too, because sometimes I used to do it more where I would just like flat do a lot. I'll, I still talk about like being skinny, but um, you know, I used to do a lot more where I have a lot of jokes about like being really skinny and, I would get a lot of people coming up to me afterwards, just like basically insulting me. Oh. But as it, they'd be like, Oh, Hey, I remember one guy being like, I got a joke for you. Um, you, uh, I got a joke for you. All right. How did he put it? He was like, um, you could say this on stage. You could say, I'm so skinny. I can't even lift a gallon of milk. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, great. Thanks man. Yeah. <laughs> and that was That's it. True, and you're just like, yeah. you basically just, insulted me right. and left like <laughs> oh my oh, god yeah. that is funny human behavior yeah it's ridiculous so would you do another cruise uh yeah i would do it i don't want to be i have friends who will like go out for like in fact one of the comedians who was getting off when i was coming on uh, i happen to know him and he he had just he'd been doing it for three months. Wow, wasn't Alan and I, Williams? I couldn't was do it? that. I would go crazy because we stay in the crew yeah. quarters, and it's like there's no windows, and you just kind of like know. start going crazy yes. a little bit, just being in this metal 
box essentially it is um, wild yeah i mean it's like on paper it's great you get you know food paid for and you get to go to all these cool places and you know it's nice just having coffee on a balcony overlooking the ocean you know yeah, uh, yeah. that kind of stuff but it, it, it you can only take so much of it um to where you know once you once you're on it for week after week after week you're it's just kind of no. becomes a lot so um yeah. i definitely want to do it again I'll, I'll be hopefully be doing it multiple times a year but uh i don't want to go out for too long at once yes <laughs> yeah. i'd like to do a week here and then wait a few months and do another yeah. week and, um i don't want to combine it and go out for a month that you just want seems... to be the cruise ship guy yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it, it is changing i think uh I, you know in my head uh, at least, especially when I started, you know, cruise comics were a certain way, you know, they, they wear a suit and they did one liners and that kind of stuff. And I think now I know a lot more comics who, you know, have some like, Oh, comedy central credits or whatever, who are younger, um, doing cruises. And I think they're trying to do that a little more. They're trying mm -hmm. to like modernize it and be like, no, we want this to feel the whoever's doing clubs. We want them doing cruises also. It's not oh, awesome. different act it's it's all the same and yeah. um so yeah it feels different now the shows are really fun um oh, cool. do you so, have you yeah. have to censor yourself i mean you can't you, there's no swearing right it has to be for everybody or can you do a 21 and up show or so i actually had the opposite problem what? uh which no one really deals with i because i i mostly work clean mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they told me three of the shows are uh r-rated and ah. uh, we're like 18 year olds 18 and under or sorry under 18 are not allowed oh, in the room at all and then there's uh two shows that are pg anyone can come in uh families are there's little kids in the audience all that stuff hmm. and i was like okay well i mostly work clean anyway so it's not a problem and um uh, basically they were like no you like you gotta be r-rated on oh, the arch like it's gotta be an adult show and i was like well wow. i don't really like have anything overtly like sexual or whatever and they're like well you're gonna have to make some what <laughs> so i was sitting there like trying to throw in like maybe i could take out that line yeah, and yeah. you know <laughs> add in the word vagina or whatever yeah but you know what i mean like it was we i just like would throw in cuss words for no reason <laughs> <laughs> it was wow. weird it was really <laughs> weird strange i know yeah because i've always heard the opposite that you had to be for everyone the grandma and the young person so yeah. that's interesting huh it's funny though because i still mostly kept clean yeah on, on most of it i would just it, it, and i feel like i did so much better like the r-rated shows were so much fun and the pg shows were always like very mild reactions from people and it's funny because i think it's a mindset thing okay. you know because yeah. i mostly kept clean but i think when you're told like this is the adult show right. and then you go there thinking like this guy's super edgy and all you got to do is make one little innuendo and they're like man this guy's dirty <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> that's yeah that's that was weird yeah sweet huh. next question uh-oh. I picked this out before the show. This is a would you rather. Oh. We're, we're switching it up a little bit on some of our episodes <laughs> here. Okay, this one is, and I think we'll all answer. Uh, would you rather sweat green liquid from your pores or fart blue smoke? 
We already answered this and earlier. Why? I'd rather fart blue smoke. <laughs> yeah, I would say the blue smoke yeah. thing. Because the green pores would be like, people would be Gross. like, are you okay? Yeah. But if you farted blue smoke, people would be like, is that cool. are you a magician? Are you yeah, a wizard? Like, that's <laughs> superpower. You have there. <laughs> yeah. All right, I guess that was an easy one. Damn it. I, I got a, I've got a better one here from the chat. In fact, I may or may not YouTube how to fart blue smoke after this. Just yeah. it seem and we would like to see that in yeah, your stories. Please. Yeah. Okay. Album three. I'll, I'll talk Album about three, that. yeah. We expect a bit on it. <laughs> fart blue smoke. <laughs> um, if you could relive one full year of your life exactly as it originally happened, which year would you return to? Oh, oh that's a good one. Mm. Man, exactly how it happened. Yeah. Um, hmm. Honestly, I, oh, that's tough. Honestly, as this may sound crazy, but <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. Okay. But I would say 2020. Whoa. And only because, like obviously some people had it really rough and you know a lot of people died and all that crazy stuff but you know that i'm very fortunate that i, I didn't die um you know that didn't happen to me and so yeah. i didn't have any like thing too tragic come out of covid uh and and when you for the people who didn't have that happen to them uh it was like sort of a like the great reset like oh. it felt like almost like a giant mm. vacation almost a forced um, vacation so for me it was yeah it was weird and there were obviously a lot of bad things like shows stopping and having to like reset my mind and being like how do i do virtual shows and all that but i feel like as a person i grew a lot and i was very productive mm. and um i also like have a, 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 a pair of roommates and they uh went to they're like a couple and they went to uh her uh parents house like back east for three months oh, so wow. i had the house to myself wow. for a lot yeah. of it and it was i had a whole house like just me and it wow. was like the world was shut down and i it was honestly like there were times that were like kind of fun <laughs> <laughs> nice was it you hard know? to jump back in then after that being your one of your favorite most favorite years was it hard to jump back um, in your life it was it was weird no honestly it was nice to come out of it and because i still feel like i'm in like a hybrid phase oh, where i'm like okay. still doing some things i mean i feel like we i i don't you know i don't think we'd be doing this 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 whole like zoom podcast oh, thing yeah. if it wasn't for the, the no, pandemic you know what i mean yeah. um no. so it's like there's some weird there's some things that you're like oh i'm never doing that again but there's some things that you're like I'm glad we kept this virtual auditions yeah. like we talked about yeah. and um, yeah. it, it, certain things like that, that I, it, it was fun to go. I want to keep that thing in my life, you know, yes. um, and to have the power to be able to choose that I think was, uh, was really cool. I also feel like there, um, you know, I, I think I would FaceTime my family more uh, instead of just calling and mm -hmm. things like that, that you're just yeah. like, Oh, that was, that was a good addition. It opened that up. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah. It yeah. definitely did open up the video chatting it a did. lot and FaceTiming and things like that. And also alternative ways to make money. I think so many people yeah. are like, you yeah. know what? I kind of hate what I'm doing. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So it's like only because that question is like, could you go back and reload again? Yeah. yeah. At the time, like the first day, everything went down. Obviously it was, you know, 
just crazy and scary mm. for everybody yeah. and no one knew and, yeah. and like no one would want to go back to that but if you knew for a fact that you could go back in time and that you were going to come out of it just fine yes. and better yeah. it's kind of like as weird as it, as it is you're kind of like i ended up actually you know growing a lot from yeah. that i would i would probably do that again just knowing for a fact that i'll come out of it okay and, right and my family comes out of it okay and you know my friends and all that like I think I would do it again. Yeah. Nice. Huh. Right. <laughs> That's cool. Good answer, yes. Did you say you don't want I don't to? want to. I can't think of one right okay. now. <laughs> <laughs> I whispered to him under my breath, I'm not doing that one. <laughs> yeah, I like, I and it. I want time for this question. <laughs> okay, also. we'll get to that. Um, for me, I feel like things just keep getting better in my life mm -hmm. as the years go on. So... I feel like I would pick 2024, like a year <laughs> in the future. Like, I feel like I'm going to be fully in my stride then. It's going to be the best year, and I'll, I'll relive it again. <laughs> I, lo I love how you, you're like, eh, probably not 2023, but in two years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he actually, is... when he said that, I was like, what year are we in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, when is this podcast coming out? That's what I was like, hey, this doesn't come out until next year. Oh, yeah, year. we take a while yeah. over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah i guess that would be my answer yeah because i can't really think of one in the past that i mean i've had some great years but yeah, yeah i feel really like the best ones are still yet to come so yeah. i'm picking one in the future it's hard to have a full year that's good too yeah you know? yeah everything's good that's true all right, let's get on to Anchorage, yes, Alaska. Yes, I want to hear about those shows. There I'm from Juneau. Yes. So uh, how oh, was Anchorage? Nice. <laughs> was that your yeah. first time to Alaska? Or you been there? I had uh, I'd been on a cruise, not as a comedian, but like as a with, with my parents uh, when I was like uh, like 14, 15, 16, something like that. Um, and I I loved it. We went to like Juneau, Skagway. The, I don't know what you call it. What Inside do you call that? Passage. Third name. Inside Passage, usually? Inside pa yeah. Passage, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that area. And yeah, I had technically gone to Anchorage, but it was literally like we, we uh, you know, departed the ship in Anchorage, immediately got on a shuttle to an airport and flew out. Oh, so okay. I, I, I really had never been to Anchorage before, for one. And two, I had never been there to Alaska as like a, as an adult. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I'd never done comedy there. So, um so it did, it still felt new. And I mean, the parts I remember about Alaska, just like how pretty it is and all that were obviously still true and all that. But, um, but there were so many other things that I felt like I got to appreciate more experience, um, in a different way. Um, the, the, the company, um, who like put on the, the show, like, they were just super nice and mm. drove me all around and, and oh, took wow. me to like a, not quite a zoo, but a wildlife reserve. Mm -hmm. Um, and just, you know, took me to lunch at all the like lunch and dinner at all the local places. So oh, I didn't cool. have to, you know, guess or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, so I feel like I really got to see Anchorage, um, yeah. for, for what it was. Um, but I mean, yeah, I love Alaska. I really hope I get to go every year. I was, I planned going, in the summer just because I mean, he offered me the full year and i was like why that is insanity of course i'm going in july yes, <laughs> i don't yes, want it yes. going at the time <laughs> but after hearing about everyone talk about it and after hearing about like the 
just the culture of how it is in the winter time and, and how it apparently like shows are just packed in the winter. Oh, yeah. Um, cause like everyone just wants stuff to do. Yes. Uh, I kind of want to go, I kind of oh, want to do cool. like a December trip. One of these, just the experience, yeah. you know, cause if, if it almost seems like it's a different world in it the is. winter than it is the summer. Yeah. At least in Juno, yeah. it is pitch black until 9 a.m. And then it's pitch black again at 3 p.m. So you have six hours. Kind of like, crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. So yeah. Like med- well, we just we went to Juno a couple months ago and we we're going to try and interview a comedian. We could not find one comedian in yeah, Juno to talk oh, really? to. Yeah. yeah. But some friends of ours from here, Nate Ford and Tanya uh, Cope, Cope, they put on a show in Fairbanks and uh, Catch a yeah, catch a can catch that they can, said was yeah. huge because people just they want desperately do, yeah. want some comedy. So oh, nice. Yeah. yeah oh, that's, that's really, really cool. cool. I hope you get to yeah, go I back. love that area. Yeah. yeah. Well, is there anything uh, that you want to tell us about that we haven't asked you? Upcoming shows. This one will be out in about three weeks. Cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously the album's out. Follow me on social media at Dan each the word each the word us um, (laughs) that there I put links everywhere to it. So it's kind of hard to miss um, where you can find the album, Um, uh, which, yeah, it's called Where's Daniel, but you can also just search Daniel each and and it'll pop up that way. Uh, And because of that, I'm like sort of I sort of packed out a bunch of shows for like a tour, basically touring for the album. So I'll be in a lot of different places. Um, I know, uh, when this, uh, when this episode comes out, um, I'll be doing kind of in September, I have a lot of Southwest shows. So, um, headline and stir crazy comedy club in Glendale, Arizona. I'll be in pine top, Arizona, doing a few shows in, uh, three shows in New Mexico, Albuquerque, Mescalero and, um, uh, God, I wanted to say Fairbanks, not Fairbanks, Farmington, <laughs> uh, New Mexico. And, uh, yeah, just a bunch of shows in, in you know, Oregon, Seattle, a uh, bunch of West Coast stuff. Nice. But if you awesome. go on my website, danielhs.com, you'll, you'll see all the places. Awesome. You're killing it. Yes. Thank you so much for Brian. being yes. on the podcast Thank again. Boy, Thanks for a, having me. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> we will have a 3.0 at some I'm point. I'm sure we will. Yes. <laughs> With Eric probably. Yeah, a lot more time. zoos to talk about. <laughs> That's right. zoos, yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. I'm signing out. I'm signing off. I'm Chris Adams. I'm Wendy Moser. Hashtag get toasted. Stay toasted. And thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Thanks a bunch. We will talk soon.